We are joined by CBS Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. His podcast, and it's awesome, is Agent of Betrayal. It's about Robert Hansen. Major, thank you so much for being here. Hi, John. Good to be with you. Good to have you. I wanted to ask you, so just follow me on this. Donald Trump could Mm -hmm. eventually end up in prison. Joe Biden could eventually decide he's not fit to be president anymore or whatever. Is this the most important VP race in the history of our country? That's a very good question. Um, you know, it's, it's never not important who the running mate selection is. People, and especially reporters, tend to over-dramatize that selection's impact on the presidential race, meaning, ooh, who's picked? How is that going to change how people are going to vote? It doesn't change how people are going to vote, not fundamentally. But it's always important in terms of succession in in case something goes wrong. But the probability that something could go wrong or dislodge a sitting president in after 2024 may never be higher. That's an excellent question. I want to take a pass on it, though, to say it's the most important because there might be another period of history that I'm glossing over. Uh, But it's certainly way up there. It would have to be in the top three, if not the top. So let me ask you this part of the question. You're right. I, don't, I, I can't remember in my lifetime ever anybody voting or not voting on who the VP is going to be. Right. They just don't do it. They, they, they just, just don't. don't. We over-dramatize it because it's a great political story. and We're always you know, adding who was on the list, who isn't on the list, how was the decision made, blah, blah, blah. In the end, voters are like, no, who's at the top of the ticket? Yes or no? I'll, I'll go one way or the other. Could that be more of a factor this time? Could that be actually an issue that comes up, or am I reading way too much into all this? No, I think, I think it will be an issue because it is an actuarial certainty that if it is Biden or Trump, they will either be the oldest elected president or the oldest reelected president in our nation's history. And... To take the partisan dimension out of it entirely, I had my sainted mother, who passed away in 2014, who declined very dramatically from year 82 to year 83. Dramatically. Not through any fault of her own, but just the progression of the vascular brain disease that she suffered from, which is kind of like Alzheimer's, it's kind of like Parkinson's, but in a different category. My only point there is lots of Americans, and I find this out by raising of hands when I give speeches, I ask people, do you have any lived experience with either a loved one or a friend of a loved one who in their elder years declined dramatically within a six-month period, meaning they were at one place, and then six months later, through no fault of their own, they're in a completely different and much worse place. A third of the hands always go up, John. That's not a partisan question at all. That is a lived experiential question. And I believe many Americans take that lived experience deeply to heart. Completely separate. Maybe one of the few instances in which they do think about something political that isn't first shaped by a partisan orientation. This is a concern that cannot possibly go away, whether it's Trump in his age or Biden in his age. Yeah, it's worth mentioning that Trump is 77, Biden is 81. Right. Yes, but they're both older older now yes i know trump always says i'm more vigorous but look he's had his memory issues in public too you could just debate whether or not they're as frequent or as bothersome as biden's that's for a separate issue but they both have them they both have them and so 
I do think for 2024, that idea of who is the vice president, not just as the running mate or the person who is assisting the sitting president on any number of issues, but is that going to be the next president? I think that is going to be as close to front and center as it's been in your lifetime or my lifetime. And we get to live through it all the way until November. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shifting. I say this all the time. I say this all the time. I'd much rather be reading this history than living it. (laughs) But it's nice of you to comment for us. We appreciate your perspective very much, (laughs) which is why I want to ask you about the major sanctions against Russia. Uh, The Biden administration leveled them in regards to the death of Alexei Navalny. Are you hearing anything else about what has happened to Navalny's body? No, the Russians have it. And as I understand it now, I've been distracted by a couple of other things in the last couple of hours. The president and the national security uh, spokesman, John Kirby, said they would be announced in specificity Friday of this week, the sanctions. That they're going to happen is was confirmed today. I don't know that they've come out in uh, uh, sp- specific form this afternoon, unless I missed it. I might have missed it. No, you're, I, you're correct. Yeah, you're okay. correct. That... So, so the Russians have the body. And they're not going to hand it over to the family of Alexei Navalny because uh, they need to do more study on it. Uh, and when, look, when the Kremlin says a opposition leader who was poisoned once, jailed on trumped-up charges, sent to a gulag, died of sudden death syndrome, that's their words, not mine, you know for a fact that it was suspicious and they don't want people to find out how suspicious it was, and they will hold the body as long as they think it's possible to make that a trail that can't be followed. It's just strange, isn't it? It's just surreal. It's, it's like really... not even real. Yeah, how are they going to? How are it, they going to cover it's, it up? It's real in this sense. It's real in this sense. It's revealing. Ooh, you're right. It's revealing. Wow, you're good at this. You know, you should consider this as a profession. <laughs> <laughs> you ought to write a book. Maybe write a book or two. Ever thought about a podcast? I am so hooked right now. Yeah, me too. We're going to skip the rest of commercial, Sam, all afternoon. We're staying with Major for the next 45 minutes. He could do it, I promise you. He is Major Garrett. If you want to check out his work, you really should do that. The podcast, I devoured this thing. It's eight hours. I, I think I've listened to eight hours in a row. It's The Agent of Betrayal, The Double Life of Robert Hansen. Each episode better than the last. His book is The Big Truth. And The Takeout Podcast is heard here on the weekends on WTMJ. Major Thank you so much. Thanks. Talk to you next week.